0: This kingdom workshop is the sort of cold hard fact success information that nobody really talks about online or offline. What it really, 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 really takes to live as a kingdom entrepreneur against all resistance and all obstacles. Warning, y'all a percentage of Christian entrepreneurs will be offended by what we reveal. The rest of you will dramatically increase your success as a lifestyle citizen of the kingdom because of it. So I suggest that you tune in. We got some great stuff for you tonight. I want to welcome you all out. My name is Kathy McCronos. So if this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you to our Thursday series of Bible Business Academy workshop and we call it the Kingdom Workshop where we help you build a business with biblical principles. So if this is your first time tuning in, I want you to say hello so we can say hello back to you and also y'all let us know where you are tuning in from and if you're catching this during the live or replay and make sure you let us know in the comments what Type of business have you started, or you're thinking about starting, or you feel God is calling you to get started? Don't forget to hit that share button and also that like and notification button so that you won't miss out on anything that we are talking about in this series. Y'all, today we're going to talk about what to do when your kingdom business plans fail. See. This kingdom workshop is that sort of cold, hard, fat success information that nobody really talks about online or offline. And we're going to dive into what it really takes to live as a kingdom entrepreneur against all resistance and all obstacles. And I'm a warning, a percentage of you Christian entrepreneurs out there will be offended by what we're revealing. And the rest of you will dramatically increase your success as a lifestyle citizen of the kingdom Because of it. And in this kingdom workshop, y'all, here's what you're going to learn today, what you should be focused on and how to get it every single time and how to avoid that number one trap that most people make when building a business. We're also going to talk to you about, do you always follow the world's way? for your marketing and maybe you shouldn't and why and we will reveal why and what you should do instead and why measuring success and failure the world's way will destroy not only you but your business and the kingdom option is the real key to supernatural growth without the worry that most entrepreneurs experience so be sure to share this with others who you know that may be struggling to get their business started or growing, or they're contemplating you know, wanting to do it the Lord's way. So there are the people who we want you to share this with or anybody that you think just needs to hear this message. See, our purpose is to help you build a business for the kingdom using biblical principles. Because think about it, what if you could build a six, seven, eight plus bigger business around your gift, your skill, your expertise, or your experience and use the resources that you make in that business to help to grow the kingdom. I wanna thank you guys for joining us today for another irresistible message from our Kingdom Business Workshop Series provided to you by Bible Business Academy. You can go to biblebusinessacademy.com to learn more about our global organization. I'm your host, hey, Kathy McReynolds, and our goal is to help you build a business so you can get time freedom, debt freedom, and financial freedom. We transform entrepreneurs into kingdom leaders with the sole purpose of growing the kingdom and fulfilling God's original purpose. We believe that this message today will equip you to grow in your faith and your finances while advancing your life and business as you discover your purpose and pursue it with passion. Y'all ready to get everything started here? And make sure you stick around to the end because we're going to show you how you can get some exclusive access To how to build a business with biblical principles and also share some free resources that we have and then we're also going to tell you how you can get some gifts shipped right to your front front door and why it will help you to grow in your faith and finances. And like I said, that leads to more fun, more freedom and fulfillment. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to say hello. My name is Kathy McReynolds so and you might be thinking, why should I be listening to you? Uh, I'm from Akron, Ohio, so I always say I grew up shy, sheltered and in church basically six days a week. My mom was a minister, dad, a football coach left home at 19, lived in the D.C., Baltimore, Boston and Pittsburgh area. If we got anybody in from those areas why don't you let us know in the comments and remember guys i cannot see your comments right now but i will make sure that i go back and answer them also keep dropping them in there and let us know and don't forget to share Author, international coach and trainer. I'm an introvert, I love to win and make things happen. Not perfect, y'all, by no means. Uh, We're always messing up and asking for forgiveness along the way. Uh, Action taker, auntie to many, licensed financial advisor. I've made and lost six figures in a couple of businesses but we just keep going. You guys can pick up a copy of our book at Amazon, or if you want a digital copy, you can go to biblebusinessacademy.com forward slash book. We also have our planner. The four-in-one planner is available on Amazon, or you can get it 25% off by going to believeandgrowrich.org. We're not going to leave you when we're done here today. We've developed an exclusive kingdom management enterprise system specifically for that citizen of the kingdom. And we'll share more about that towards the end, as well as give you information on any of our memberships in our academies or our done for you program that you can join. But today, y'all, we're going to talk about what to do when your kingdom business plans fail. We're coming to you from Proverbs 16 and 9. It says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord will establish yourself." steps. Can I get an amen for that one, right? He'll establish your steps. So like, let's start with what does the 1828 dictionary say about failure? We're talking about failure today. Failure is one of those things that when it happens, it can knock you out of business, out of what you're doing. I've been in business for 27 years, and I always tell the story of in 2008, when I, it's the only time in those 27, almost 30 years, actually, that I've been in business, that one year and a couple months, I worked for someone because when failure hit me, when I lost my home, when I lost my car, when I lost everything, my business of 13 years, it was devastating. So if you've ever gone through that, or you're going through that, I can get it. And fast forward 10 years after that, we had another business that was actually paying 10 times, well, about seven to 10 times more than that one. And I, I lost it with the text and it didn't matter because I knew who I was at that time. And I knew that it was just part of the process. See, they we let the world give us a definition of what failure is. And failure, it says, is a failing deficit, of a ceasing of supply or total death. Defect as the failure or of springs or streams, failure, rain, failure, crops, omission, non-performance. See all that stuff, non-performance as a failure of a promise, a man's failure in the execution of a trust, a decay, defect, all of that stuff. they are talking about failure, a breaking of becoming insolvent, you know, the close of something, the all the fall of something. All of those things that the world said failure is, is what has stopped a lot of people from creating their own business. And we used to always say this thing, I am not judged by the number of times I fail, but by the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed are in the direct proportion to the number of times I can fail, but keep trying. And that's why we don't worry about what the world says. We worry about what we don't even worry about, but we check in with the source and what the Bible says about failure. In 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 9 through 10, it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake of Christ. Then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. See, all of that stuff that the world says is bad, God says when you're weak, he is strong. So it forces you to depend on him and you don't even have to be forced to depend on him because you just know no matter what stage you're at in life he got you he has you in romans 5 3 to 5 it says more than that we rejoice in our suffering like think about that who out there has rejoiced in their suffering one of the things that we do now anytime we're going through something that's not going the way that we needed to go we're like okay god what do you need us to learn what, what do you need me to learn? What, what is it that I don't know that you need me to grow in so that I can become and do who you want me to become? And that's the key right there. It says more than that, we rejoice in your suffering. So when you're going through something, rejoice. Think about Job, y'all. When Job was going through something, what was the first thing that he did? He gave honor to God. When you can get like that, I'm telling you all failure does is take you to that next level. It pushes you for. It says, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character. See, when you fail, it produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. See, any time you live in hope, it does not put you to shame. So I don't care where you're at. I don't care who's called you a failure. I don't care how many businesses you've had that didn't succeed. I don't care if mama named, daddy name, sister name, auntie name, them, Uncle Nim, any of them M's tell you that you are a failure. You're not. I want you to believe what God says because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who have been given to us. So as long as you got Him in your heart, there is nothing that is failing about you. You're just producing your character. And that's what I want you to start saying. I want you to start saying, okay. I'm just producing my character and my character is producing hope. And that hope will never put me to shame and is given me endurance. Take these, we call them faith formations, right? And utilize that to help you to get to that level that he wants you to get to that step. You have the plans. He's putting together steps. Psalm 73, 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail. Say what? My flesh flesh you, my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Man, if that don't get you excited, I don't know what will, because that lets you know right there what the Bible says about failure is for me and is not about what man says, no dictionary says, or anybody else says. See, when you fail, Focus on what the Bible says and do that. Take peace in that. Take understanding in that. See, God is perfection, right? Y'all agree with that? Let me give me a thumbs up in the comments. Say, yes, God is perfection. But guess what? He still changes his mind. He doesn't change his purpose, but he still changes his mind. Let me give you an example. It says, when we fail, it is okay to change our plans. I want you to understand that. See, because failure just simply means the road that you're on is not getting you to your destination without some bumps and bruises. It's kind of like if you put your directions in your GPS and it all of a sudden there's a detour or accident or something happens or you make a turn. What does it say? It says rerouting. So failure is rerouting. Is rerouting you to the destination that you were called to be at, and it's just taking you a whole different way. And I want you to start looking at failure completely different than you've ever looked at it in the past. It says there are certain parts in the Bible that seem to indicate that God changes mind. So I decided let's do some research on there. There are several instances in the scripture where God seems to relent or change his mind about something that he was going to do. Have you ever changed your mind about something that you wanted to do? Have you ever set out to do something, maybe uh, advertise a certain way, market a certain way, uh, help your clients a certain way and it didn't work. And then you felt like, man, this is not working. So you quit. How about just rerouting, right? So that you can have that endurance. So you can have that character so you can get better with it. It, it. It says yet, but when we make changes when we have to reroute when we make changes when that ad doesn't work or 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 that that social media post gets gets no views likes when people are not buying from you when things aren't going your way we look at it as a complete failure let me tell you guys 27 years in business you have to get mentally tough to make it happen because life is about failure. Life is about failing forward. That's what we call it, failing forward. It is not failure until you absolutely quit and give up. See, Moses pleaded for the people when they were going through that failure route. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai after receiving the Ten Commandments, and you can find more about that in Exodus 32, he found that the people had fallen into sin. And and the ironic part about it is when you start doing crazy stuff and things that you know you don't have any business doing, then that's when it just seems like trouble just come your way. Or on the same thing, you could be doing everything right, living right, and guess what? Trouble still comes your way. And that's okay because it's for endurance. It's to show you who is your true source? They had made themselves a golden calf and they were worshiping it. And God then told Moses he was ready to destroy the nation. Like, so you get that frustration. I mean, look at God. He was like, I'm doing all of this stuff for you. And You might be thinking I'm doing all this stuff in my business and nothing seems to be working. So you're ready to quit. You're ready to give up. You're ready to go try something else And Moses pleaded for the people and the scripture says and the lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring on his people and that's in exodus 32:14 see if that's not a clear example of god changing his mind i don't know what is i mean it tells you right there so i'm sharing this with you because when you have to reroute or when you have to change your mind don't change what your purpose is don't change what your calling is just Call an audible and change the play. Take a new route. Reroute yourself. Do something else. And then do what the word says. Plead to God. Talk to him when you're facing failure. Talk to him about the things that you're doing. Confess to him. As Just before I came on here, I was like, okay, God, here's some of the things that I'm doing that I know that is not the right way or little areas where I'm slipping up at can't, you know, forgive me and help me so that I can do things the way that you want to do that's pleasing in your eyes. See, he regretted when he made Saul king, which is another example of him changing his mind. Scripture says that God had second thoughts about making Saul the king of Israel. He said, I regret that I made Saul king for he had turned back from following me and has now carried out my commands. Samuel was angry and he Cried out to the Lord all night. So maybe you can take this example that you had a business partner that you regretted having. Maybe you put out a product that you regretted putting out. Maybe you were, you, you went on a channel that you regret put doing. Maybe you, I don't know, but you regretted doing something, whatever it was. And it's okay. This is what I want you to understand. The world has made us to believe that you have to live in failure, live in regret, live in those feelings. But the word says something completely different. He said, we often we often have second thoughts or regrets in life and business decisions. So don't let that moment paralyze you. Don't let that moment in your lifespan span. Change your entire life. Don't let that moment block your blessing. Don't let just allow that moment to become a memory and don't get bitter, get better. Let me say that again. Don't let that moment become a lifetime sentence for you. Don't get bitter, get better. And, and see, here's what Samuel did uh, Samuel did, cried out to God. And 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 when you do that, that's the time to self-examine yourself. And when I was sharing with you guys that you know I was self-examining myself, you go back and you look at the it, you know sometimes it's the little things that you do that you know is like okay no 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 you you should have did you shouldn't have did it that way you should have did it this way that that's self-examining yourself because any, how are you going to get better if you don't self-examine yourself? See, make changes, not excuses. You want to write that down, make changes and not excuses. And here's what Samuel did. See, when Samuel reached him, Saul said, the Lord blessed you. And I have carried out the Lord's instructions. But Samuel said, said, what then is this bleeding of sheep in my ear? What is the lowing of Cattle that I hear. Saul answered, the soldiers brought them from the Amalekites. They spared the best of the sheep and cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God, but we totally destroyed the rest. Like, okay, we took these, but we destroyed the rest, you know. Like, so you now you're making excuses for something that you didn't do. And he said, Enough, enough, enough. Samuel said to Saul. Sometimes you got to say that to yourself enough, enough with making excuses, enough with making excuses of why I'm not where I know I'm supposed to be. It's time to take responsibility for that. He said that Samuel said to Saul, let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me saw reply probably waiting like okay what is he about to say and you can read all of this in first samuel 15 see focusing on carrying out god's mission for your life is where you want to be that's the key that's the ticket and and we don't have time today to talk about how to know what your mission is what your what your purpose is what your calling is but that's what you want to focus on you can get some training on that in um Our YouTube and also on our email list, and we're going to be talking about that upcoming as well. It and and it goes on in First Samuel 17. It says, although you were once small in your own eyes. Did you hear that? Although you were once small in your own eyes. See, a lot of people when they start businesses or they want to start business, they don't feel like they're qualified. They don't feel like they know what they're doing. They don't feel like they're worthy of the success or that they have enough education or experience to step out there and to be able to do what they want to do. But then then when they get a little power, when they get a little glory, when they get a little success, in their system, they start to get puffed up and start to do things their way instead of the way God wants them to do. And I'm sure none of y'all out there have been like that because I know I have before, right? And those are the ways you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And if you can get what I'm talking about now, let me know in the comments. It says, although you were once small in your own eyes, Did you not become the head of the tribe of Israel? So I can say to you, although maybe you were once small in your own eyes, did you not become the head CEO of your own company? Did you not start your own company? Did you not get your first sale? Did you not put out your first business post? Did you not interview your first employee did you not open up your first business like see even though you were small at one time and you got here and the lord blessed you like they did the lord anointed you king over israel you went way off you got off track you you look you start believing in your own hype in your own press, and he sent you on a mission saying, Go and completely destroy those wicked people that Malachi. So, what is the mission? that God is sending you on. What is he telling you to do? On our YouTube channel, we got, is God calling you to start a business for signs to look for? So go make sure you go over there. As soon as you get there, you'll be able to watch that and hit the subscribe and notification button. And that'll give you an idea if you're on your mission, if you're doing what you were called to do. He says, uh, uh, and he sent you on a mission saying, go and completely destroy those wicked people, that Malachi. Wage war against them until you have wiped them out. Why did you not obey the Lord? Maybe that's why you're failing because you didn't obey the Lord. You know, in your hearts of hearts, He's calling you to do something, and then and so what you're doing. And you're trying to do God's job. He he gave you the vision, and He also told you He was going to give you the provision for it to make it happen. But you're trying to figure it out on your own. You're trying to make, you know, have the right money instead of allowing Him to put the people in front of you and the customers in front of you or getting the right supplies instead of allowing Him. To do that, and you're waiting, you're delaying, and you're not doing what you need to do. I know when like this came to me to start Bible Business Academy, I was like, no, I'd like this not me. I don't want to do this. And I finally re- relinquished It was like, okay, yes, yes, all right, all right, all right, I'll do it. And and there's been ups and downs along the way, learning curves and all of that stuff, but guess what? Is something that like is so exciting to just keep going. It's so exciting to be able to learn, to be able to come on here, to be able to share, to be able to meditate and to grow in God's word and get better. So what mission does He have you on? Maybe you're on a mission to to help the poor. Maybe you're on a mission to help kids. You know, I talked to someone. Um, this week, and one of one of their missions is to help women who've been in sex trafficking talk to another person. And their mission is to to help pour into people and help them with belief. I have another person who's in you know, health. That's their mission to, to help people get healthier and, and better. What is he calling you to do? See, we all have a purpose. If you look in the Bible and you really start to study the individuals in there, and, and you start to emulate what they're doing, you, you can see that everybody has a single mission in their life Barack Obama what was his mission mother teresa when when I Ronald Reagan when I say these people's names you think of the one Thing, the one difference that they made in this world. Now, they may have done a lot of little things along the way, but this is how they made their mark. You make your mark from your mission. And that's what you have to ask yourself. What is your mission? Are you living your life? Are you building your business in your mission? If that's making sense to you, that's resonating. Put hashtag mission in the comment section, it says, Why did you not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? Why like wh- 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 why you want to take something that you know you shouldn't be taking? Why you want why you want to be greedy? Why you want to make things happen that you know you shouldn't be happening? And why don't you just focus on the mission that He gave you so that you can have the life that he wants you to have and then here's another thing that you want, don't want to do when you start failing don't be defensive when you're called out on it when you're called out on it don't be defensive be like okay yeah you're right you're right i shouldn't have did that i shouldn't have acted that way you're right when you take on that posture and not be defensive you're opening yourself up to be corrected to learn, to grow, to mature, all of that stuff that we talked about, that's what you're you're opening up yourself. And, and, and here, here's how he answered. He said, but I did obey the Lord, Saul said. I went on the mission the Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Malachites and brought back Aga, the king. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder. The best was devoted to God in order to sacrifice them to the Lord, your God, at, at Jigal. He said, but Saul replied, does the lord delight in burnt offering and sacrifice as much as in obeying the lord see to, to obey is better than sacrifice. And so and, and so. sometimes we think, oh, if I pay my tithes, if I pay my offering, if I feed somebody, you know, the hungry, uh, the, the children, if I help the widows, if I do these things, if I volunteer, I'm sacrificing my time, I'm sacrificing my money. So all of that, this is my sacrifice, right? If I go live, if I give away stuff, I'm sacrificing stuff. No, no. That's not what God is after. He's not after your sacrifice. It, it says as much as uh, to obey is better than to sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of the ram for rebellion. OK, because when you're not following and doing what he told you to do, that's rebellion is like the sin of death. Uh, of, divination and arrogance, like the evil idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. So when you're rebellious, when you're arrogant, and when you got that ego going, all of those things will, will knock you down quicker than anything. All of those things will bring failure to you. And on top of that failure, it'll bring guilt. Now, when you have that natural failure that comes through life, that God is just using it to rebuild your character, to build it up and do it that you don't feel that way. You like your whole demeanor is completely different. What you're saying at that time is okay. All right. What do I need to do? How, do I need to study more? Read more. Get get seek some wise counsel. D- get in some training. Like, what is it that I need to do, God? Do I need to study more? Do I need to get in? Like, you start asking questions like that because your whole focus is to focus on what the Lord delights in. And he does not delight in rebellion. He does not delight in arrogance. He does not delight in your ego. He does not delight in your sacrifice. Like, do you like the, everything here belongs to him. So you think if you gave him 10% or you sold a seed, like that's, and, and but you go do everything else like that. that's not that's not what it's all about. It's about delighting in Him, doing what He called you to do. It says because of you, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He has rejected you as king. And that's the one thing we don't want to happen. You don't want to be rejected by God. I promise you. We know His grace is there and His mercy is there, but you don't want to be rejected by Him. And like isn't. This is making sense? Are y'all getting this? Let me know what you're getting out of this in the comments. Let me know which part so far has just like given you that aha moment. So now I want to share to you, with you what to do when your plans fail. Or you have regret because I just gave you examples from the word of people who've had regret when their plans didn't go the way they wanted to. And also when God's plan didn't go the way that he wanted it to what you need to do. And y'all, if you follow me, you know, I always say check yourself before you what wreck yourself. Put that in the hashtag. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Are you following God's mission? or your own like who whose agenda are you following are you following his agenda or are you following your own see people get so religious and they get they they get in these habits and rituals and all of these things like god uses you know in the world when he talks about when jesus talked about the pharisees and you know the rituals and 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 the religion like the world has become so religitized and doing things in a certain order in a certain way not to please god but to please themselves and to please their system that they lose their way so this is why a lot of people are failing this is why a lot of people aren't being move towards God the way that they need to be moved towards God. And that's what we're going to be talking about. You got to get out of your way. and You got to make it all about God and not about yourself, all about the mission that he put you on. Are you lying and embellishing what you have done to look good in front of others? Are you remembering the feeling of fear that God helped you overcome to even get you to where you're at today? Are you rebellious? Are you arrogant? Like Those are things that you have to look at when you're going through failure and when you're going through regret so you can fix it right so you can fix those things see here's what the world says that 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 the reason why businesses fail these are the five biggest ones that they say like if you google this it'll say here are the five big reasons for billion business failure poor cash flow management is that a reason that a business failed yeah it could be a reason that a business failed because God talks about it and we have uh, some classes on management you he said if i can trust you with the little i can trust you with the lot and losing control of your finances, and you're out there just blowing and spinning. Every time it comes in, it goes right back out, and you don't have any control over bad planning or lack of strategy. Even Jesus said, Who of you would say you want to build a tower, but you don't put a plan in place? Weak leadership. Everything rises and falls on leadership. A man without a vision will perish, and leaders have vision right so those are some of the reasons over dependence on the few big customers or the next customer that said they will join a buy like if you got calls you're gonna make calls or, or you're talking to people and somebody said yeah i'm about yeah, buy," and they haven't bought you stop doing what you need to do because you think right you think that they're going to buy and so you already sit back and you spend that money before it even gets to you these are reasons why businesses fail but guess what y'all through all of that god can still turn things around for you but there are some things that you got to do and i'm also going to give you eight more because you might be able to relate to some of these failure to market your business online and offline That could be a reason. One of the things that we teach you in the training is not to only have online marketing, but also to have direct mail marketing coming right to someone's front door. At the beginning of this, what did I share with you? How to stick around to the end so you can know how to get something right to your front door. Why do we send it to your front door? Because inside of that package, we also include our courses, our books, our planners, different trainings and different things like that on top of gifts that we want to give you. Because when it comes time for you to do business, you're going to remember the people who went overboard to help you. And when it's part of your mission and what you're called to do, you have joy in giving. Joy is like, it's better to give than to receive. Maybe you have failure to leverage future growth. Maybe you don't understand that when you're building an online course or consultant business, you have the one thing that you're doing on the outside, but on the inside, inside your store that people can't see, kind of like going down that checkout um, a counter, it, they, you have other things that you're selling. So your average cost per client goes up and your value goes up. Maybe you're not focused on it focusing on bringing clients results, you're just focusing on your business that you're opening up and getting the store to look pretty, and you forgot about the results, right, maybe that's it, maybe you failure to adapt and grow when the market changes, you always have to be in the know, I always, actually, they're coming back out, because I always say, you know, if you're trying to sell bell bottoms, ain't nobody buying them now, but I've seen some bell bottom type pants out there in 2022, 2022. 2022, 2022. if you're watching this 10 years from now in 2032, right? Bell-bottoms are back in. Three years ago, bell-bottoms weren't in. So things, nothing new under the sun. It keeps going. So you got to make sure that you're adapting to what, what's happening out there, but still staying true to being a kingdom leader, a kingdom business owner, lack of research. Man, that is so huge. So think about this. God tells you to meditate on his word day and night, right? To And get it in you. And so if you got to meditate on his word day and night, it's a reason because you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But when it comes to business, people just get excited, get out there, put a business together, and they do absolutely no research. That's why when you come to one of our programs you're going to do some research you're going to find out everything that you need to know and like sometimes that's a week or two of research that you're doing because if you don't understand the mission that you're on and the people that you serve and the challenges that they have and the things that are going on you're really going to fail big time and those are some of the things that we can avoid those failures especially when you Team up with someone who has been where you want to go. Um, Also, not keeping abreast of customer needs or the competition. It's not listen. Listen to your customers. Meet them where they're at and then take them where they want to go. So like, for example, in some of the research, we may have you inside of groups listening at comments, seeing what people are writing, then looking for patterns. And then once you look for that pattern, we're going to teach you how to put that together in a package that people will look at in the copy that they'll relate to and say, man, i just said that yeah you just said it in a whole bunch of other people because the patterns of, of, of consumers are the same and you have to start thinking as a producer and not a consumer where you can also grow too quickly it could just like all of a sudden success just hit you and people actually fear success they fear all of the success that's coming to them and they feel like they can't handle it i was thinking uh, um I think it was Dave Chappelle, when he he got that big deal to to do the comedy thing and he turned it down because it was too much. Because sometimes if you're not ready for it, if you're not mature enough for it, if you're not ready to make it happen, it could be so much that you're like, no, I can't take this. No, I can't. No, I can't do this. And, and, And you make changes, right? And you stop. So all of these, and when you stop, you feel like a failure. But guess what? It's part of the process. It's part of the process. But see, what I don't want you to do is get caught up in failure the way the world says failure is. I want you to get rooted in what the word says about failure. get rooted in what it says that when you do go through something that God's going to be there for you. So don't ever reject the world and follow the world. I want you to follow God. See we must challenge ourselves daily with this question. Am I rejecting the Lord and following the world? Am I doing what the world wants me to do? Am I doing what every other marketer out there wants me to do? Am I doing what every other business owner or advertiser wants me to do? Or am I staying true to who God said I should be and following his mission? What am I doing? That is something that you should be asking yourself at all times. See, guys, because what does it really take to win in business? Anybody ever ask that, that question? Let me know in the comments. Have you ever asked that question? man, I'm giving it everything i got. I'm working 24-7. I'm out there. I'm in the trenches. Nothing seems to be going my way. What does it really take to win in business? See, to speak to you about how to win a business, there's a lot of obvious things I could talk to you about today. Number one, first you gotta have a need and then you gotta fulfill the need for the consumer out there, and then you gotta have a market, and then you gotta have somebody to sell your product or your service to, right? So that that need that you need to have, that's your mission, that's your calling. And don't look for it from what the world says, right? What's the hottest thing out there? And you're just selling something to make money. Look at it and say, am I advancing God's kingdom? Am I advancing his people? Am I doing good? Is it serving people? If it's, Is it helping people? Because if it's not, it's not God's mission for you. If you're out there doing something crazy just to make money, that's not God's mission for you. And you, you know that, right? So you can't. Do what the world tells you to do. You got to do what God says to do. Now, ask yourself do you really, 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 do you really, 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 really want to get big? And really win big and really please got big. Are you tired of failing? If you really want to get big and win big, you got to have this uniqueness about yourself. There's got to be something a little bit different from you than all the competition out there. And guess what? that's not something that you put in you. That's something that God puts in you because there's no man, no woman, no, like, you know, mean. we did the series on no one can close doors that God opens and no one can shut doors that God open. Like if he said, this is who you're going to be, this is what you're going to do. Nothing's going to change that. But by far, By far, one of the most important things that you gotta have to win in business is a very unique kind of kingdom mental toughness. Kingdom mental toughness means you got the armor, plate of God on you. You know exactly what his word says and you're standing on it. So no matter what marketing trick may come out, no matter what you whatever may come out, you're like, "That's not for me. I'm not doing that. This is what God called me to do, and he's going to provide a way for me to get it done the right way." That's why you need that kingdom mental toughness, and that comes from being in that word, being around other people who are also in that word, who are part of what you want to happen. And see, that's the challenge. This is part—remember, I said some, some of the religious people, some of the Christians may not like this. What I'm saying is because you may have these big churches or small churches, but you don't have these small groups where people feel like that they can come in and they can talk to each other without judgment. We got to stop judging people so much. We got to stop trying to be God for people. We have to allow people to to live their life the way God Tell them to live it He he gave us, like back in Genesis It's so clear, he gave us dominion Over the earth, over the, the fish, the animals And the trees and all of that stuff But he never, not in that list Did it once say we had dominion over People, but that's what we try to do We try to have dominion over people We try to tell people what to do We try to rule people, we try to direct People, we try and we look At people like they have no Value and we're the only ones with the value, the entrepreneurs, right? Or, or or the Christian leaders, but that's not the way God sees it. You never know who he's going to use in order to do something that he put them to do and to be on that mission. And that's where that kingdom mental toughness comes in at. Do you have that? See, guys, you got to stay in the will of God if you want to make this happen. If you want to build a big business and be in God's will and and live out your mission, live out your calling, live out your purpose, you have to stay in his will. You got to stay in the word. See, the difference The difference between winning and losing is so small, you might just miss it. It is as small as a mustard seed. And we know, what else is small as a mustard seed? what else you need in order to make that happen? And we're going to get to that in a second. The difference in winning and losing in the kingdom enterprise system is so small, it's almost too scary to talk about. See, you can do 99% of the things right in business, and yet, if you don't possess what I call that winning edge that mental toughness. Folks, it is, is impossible for you to win. It's impossible for you to make it to where you're supposed to make it to. See, here's what you must know and what you must understand about business. Success in business cannot be taught in a, in a business class. Now you're like, well, whoa, Kathy, you, you have classes, right? Yes, we do have classes, but you're learning from someone who has been in business for 27 years. We're talking about these colleges, the the these, these uh, programs that they put together and they hire people to teach you things and they've never been in business themselves. How they're gonna teach you how to last when you're going through things that they have no idea about, how they're gonna know what you're feeling and what you're going through if they've never been through it. See, successful business people. Most of them have have dropped out of school, have no college or some college, I I don't know, maybe three, four weeks ago. But if you look back, we talked about that in one of our YouTube uh, videos and you can go back and just binge watch them all weekend and figure out which one it is. But I just want you to know that's not where it's coming from. What makes business successful cannot be taught, right? but it can be caught. See, God said, get understanding. And all that getting, it may cost you, right? Everything that you got, but you got to get understanding. That's how you catch it. You catch it by being in the game. If, If I'm throwing the ball to you and I'm just throwing the ball and you ain't in the game, you are never catch the ball. You have to be in the game in order to understand. You can sit and you can draw it out, you can put it on. Like I can be on here and I can talk to you guys until I'm blue in the face. But until you get in the game, until you put together a sales funnel, until you 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 learn how to sell, until you practice those objections over and over again and you actually get out there and you start talking to people about them until you build that product until you get online until you do all of those things I can teach you until I'm blue in the face but until you do it over and over and over and over and over and over again you'll never get good at it then one day you've done it so much you put in your 10,000 hours you made it happen and before you know it you caught it and it's like natural it becomes a natural part of you it's like the word the that's why you got to meditate on it day and night so that you can catch it. So it's in you. And when it gets in you, it gets through you and it, it just oozes out of you. And that's how you start to get successful. That's how you start to make things happen. See, most of the successful people in the world did not learn business in the classroom. We may learn some theory. Like I was just telling one of the gentlemen that I was speaking with on the sales call he was excited. He went to an event and he was like, I had to come back and I got to go through all of my notes and all of that stuff. I said, you know what? When you go to these events, you got to have a big book that you're taking a lot of notes in because you're writing fast because people become professional note takers, right? People become professional at attending events, but they never do anything. You ever know people who have all these degrees, but they never accomplish anything because they get so good at learning that they never become a doer and become an implementer. And that's how you learn business by doing it, not reading about it, not thinking about it, not listening to it. Yes, are all of those things important? You better believe they're important. But until you get in the game, until you do what you need to do, none of those things will create success for you. You'll always stay in failure mode. And that failure mode is not you know, yes, the God will get you out of what we're talking about and he will see you through. But guess what? You're building your character until you get to the point where you start seeking that wise counsel and doing the things that you need to do in order to win you you're gonna stay in that that mold you're gonna like like we were talking about Solomon. like that that's the environment you'll stay in and just like god changed his mind about that mission for him now who am i to say what he's going to change his mind about for your mission. You just don't want that to happen. See, college professors and professional Christians, they don't have any idea of what it takes to win out there in the real world. They deal in a bunch of theories and scriptures and they take them out of context. And these people have tried to fill up the corporate world and the church world and the business world with this kind of lack and false Think it. Most think you have to be special in order to win in business. If you're born rich or on the right side of the track, they say you're a privileged class in the world. If you're born poor from an average, ordinary background and call yourself a Christian, they say you're supposed to give up on all your big dreams. Like, they they tell you in churches now that you shouldn't have a business that you shouldn't you you shouldn't have money or the big cars and all of that stuff if it's about that stuff yes they're right but no you should because anybody who got used in the bible they they are wealth. Like if you're going to heaven and this is the streets of gold, but you ain't comfortable with money here. You ain't going to be comfortable in heaven. You. It is not about that. That's just a reward that you get for following and seeking him. It says if you have if you have a high IQ, they say you're brilliant. And if you have an average IQ like I do, they, they say you ought to settle for a job. I say, no, 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 that's not what you need to do. Because when you think about job, J-O-B, like I told you in 27 years, one year, two months, I worked at J-O-B. We call it journey of the broke, just over broke, justifying our bitterness. So here's like justifying your bitterness. Like you, people will have to go to work and, and they hate being there and they justify it. They justify it instead of just doing what God called them to do and getting in that mission. Or their jaw-dropping offensive backwardness. And what is jaw-dropping offensive backwardness? Is like your jaw drops when you get your paycheck. Your jaw drops when they make you do something at that job that you know that you don't want to do, and you're living well below. Who you were called to be, and it's backwardness. Backwardness means that every day that you go there, you're pushing your mission backwards, you're pushing your dream backwards, you're pushing back what God called you to do. You're living life backwards. You're going, you're like Lot's wife. You, you, you guys are getting out, but you turn around and you look back and you always go back to what's comfortable. That's jaw-dropping offensive. Backwardness. I want you to think about those things. Now, my, maybe God got you in your job for a season, but if you know that you're not supposed to be there, but you have fear and, and, and failure, uh, a fear of failure, fear of missing out, fear of not being able to do things, and the only reason you're doing it is for the money, then why? Don't you trust him? Don't you believe he'll do what he said he's going to do? Don't you believe that if you do what he tells you to do, he'll make things happen for you? See, that's where you got to check yourself, right? Before you what? Before you wreck yourself. Put that in the comments for me. What if there was a way to change your life, y'all? What if there was a way to change your life? Would you want to change your life? Give me a thumbs up if yes, I want to change my life or hashtag I want to change my life or just put it in the comments. Yes, Kathy, I want a way to change my life. See, I want to share with you a way to change your life and have a successful kingdom business. Is that what you want? A way to have a predictable, secure, and hugely successful kingdom business generating an extra, it could be five to ten thousand dollars or more per month and you do it based on biblical principles one where you are living in the kingdom world because didn't he say we're supposed to be in this world but not of this world? So, if we're not of this world, what world are we citizens of? We're citizens of the kingdom world, right? I want you to escape that nine to five, that JOB that we just talked about in that 40 40 plan. I tell the story all the time that my dad said to me after being with the company for 40 years, he said, Don't ever do that, baby. Don't ever give your life to a company for 40 years like I did. He said, I have regret on that. I wish I would have never did it, but I did it and I can't look back on it. But I'm going to tell you this. He told me that at 19, he said, don't ever, whatever you do, figure out a way to work for yourself, figure out a way to get in pilot. figure out a way to do anything, but give your life to anybody for 40 years because there's a price to play for that, right? There is a price to pay for. Or that 9 to 5 and that 40-40 plan. You're missing out on having that kingdom citizen c- citizen here and living the life that God is calling you to live. One way you can trade that 40-40 plan, working 40 hours a week for 40 years for a total kingdom freedom lifestyle. See, that's what we're about. We want to help people create that total kingdom freedom, lifestyle, one where you have peace. You live life on God's terms, controlling your time, your focus, and your energy. Is anybody excited about that? Let me know if you're excited about that. What if there was a way to win and to win and to win and not to fail? right remember i am not judged by the number of times i fail but by the number of times i succeed and the number of times i succeed are in direct proportion to the number of times i fail but keep trying to never worry about money again who will like see here's the challenge When you're broke, you think about money all the time. When you have all the money that's just sitting there and and is there for you, you don't even think about money. You think about ideas. You think about serving people. You think about your mind is far from money. Why? Because you don't lack it. When when, When you have plenty of it, you don't lack it. But when you have very little of it or just enough of it to get by, you think about it all the time. What about being debt free? Men, uh, a lady that we've been knowing each other for 10 years, we're, we're putting together in the process of starting a, a, another division that we're, we're going to be helping people get debt free. We're going to be helping women like change their lives. All of that, like they, what if there was a way for you to live life, have a business and be completely debt free to not be stuck Working until the age of 80 or working for someone else. Have you ever been to like McDonald's or a coffee shop or Walmart or someplace like that? And you see somebody, your grandmom and them age or your mom in them age and older and they're working, you know good and well they don't want to be there. It's the decisions that they made along the way that has kept them there. So you got to stop trading that 40 plus hours a week with a chance to live out your. Purpose and calling with a God inspired business. It's time to switch that thinking. The world has had your mind long enough. It's time for you to get your mind back. It's time for you to get your mind back. Religion has had your mind long enough. It's time for you to get transformed, to get your mind back, to be able to invest your time into seeking first okay? First the kingdom. not seeking first the way the world says. not seeking first do what your pastor and them tell you you need to do. unless it's saying seek the kingdom and his righteousness, because that's what he tell you, to do something that compensates you for what God says you're worth, not the position or the time that you serve to remove all ceilings, to remove all limits and have no one else choose your income or your lifestyle or your giving or your service. What if you can live life on those terms instead of the terms that somebody else creates for you because of the job that they give you or the opportunity they give you instead of you tapping into the source, tapping into God and seeing what his mission is for you. How are you getting this? Is it resonating with you? Let me know in the comments how you're feeling about this. What if you could have complete kingdom freedom and absolutely not fail to let God be your boss? Like that's that's your boss. He is your boss with 100% control of your life, of your time, to serve where you're called, to sow where you're led, to be the head and not the tail financially, to understand what you were called to do with your time on the earth to hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Man, like this, all of this requires you to be able to plan, to be able to do things like, seriously, like go back and check out our planning video on YouTube so you can go to that next level, but better yet, get in one of our academies or schedule a strategy call with us so that you can understand how to get out of living like this. So I want you to know you can have everything that your heart desires. You can be anything that God created you can be to be. You can become he said, "You want to become with God? You can. With Him, you can. With God, you can. Just put that in the comments. With God, you can." He said in Luke one thirty-seven: "For nothing will be impossible with God." I don't care what your your background is, what your color is, what your gender is, what experience you have, what's in your bank account. None of that matters. Who is against you? Who doesn't believe in you? None of that matters. But with God, you absolutely can. And here's how. Here's the first simple step, y'all. It says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. The attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you. And that's Matthew six three three. See, last week we talked about seeking him. Seeking him first and all the details of so go back and catch that this week. We're going to talk about that next step and that and that people leave leave out. It says first seek the kingdom. They talk about that. Well, what about and his righteousness? So I think in order for you to limit to to reduce the failure in your life, you got to understand the seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. So last week we talked about what the kingdom of God is. And this week we're talking about what the righteousness is. And you got to take both of those and put them together. And that's what you focus on. Meditating on his word day and night. See, the first records of the word righteousness comes before the 900s. It ultimately derives from the old English word rithas, "rightas." which was formed from right, meaning right in with referring to a manner, a way of acting. See, it's a way you act the right way, act the right way. In the New Testament, the word righteousness, a translation word from the Greek diet, Gnosis is used as being righteous before others, and that's in Matthew 5:20, or being righteous before God, and that's in Romans 1:17. So you gotta study the way. Like sometimes you go back, and the reason I'm always sharing like the Greek or the Hebrew way of doing things because man had a way of translating things. There's so many different versions of the Bible. There's so many things that people can write, and you read that one thing, and you begin to believe in it. You gotta go back and do your own research. You got to go back and study. You got to go back and find the lost book of the Bibles. And then you got to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit who Jesus left here so that we, with the God within us, will lead us. No matter what anyone says, no matter what I say, you got to learn to know. He said, My sheep know my voice. You got to learn to be able to listen to his voice. And what is the Hebrew meaning of righteousness? It says righteousness is one of the chief attributes of God as portrayed in the Hebrew Bible. Its chief meaning concerns ethical conduct. So righteousness is ethical conduct. Are you seeking ethical conduct? Are you seeking the ethical conduct. Its chief meaning ethical conduct can be found in Leviticus 1936, Deuteronomy 25, one Psalms 116, Proverbs 18.20. You can find it in the book of Job, the title character is introduced to us as a person who is perfect, in righteousness. That's why the devil wanted to test him. And he failed at his test. Because when you have that righteousness for God, then he's going to take care of you. And just like Job, you might have to go through some things in order to get to, to, to where he's calling you to be, or he already knew you were going to be before you even came here those are the important things and what does the scripture say about righteousness in romans 4 3 it says abraham believed god and was counted to him as righteousness are you believing god is it being counted to you as righteousness in genesis 15 and 6 it says and he believed the lord and it counted to him as righteousness are you being counted as righteousness Uh, Philippians 3 9 and be found in him not having a righteous of righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God depends on what it depends on what it depends on faith. Faith is your righteousness, right? It says, seek the righteousness of God through faith. But now the righteousness of God have been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no, absolutely no distinctions. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So everybody, right? We all have sinned and we've all fallen short and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And see, we've gotten so caught up on this grace and and, and that God gives us as this gift that we use it as an excuse to go out and do everything. and, and, And we're like, oh, God has grace. No, you can't do that. That, like, where's the character in that? Where's being upstanding in that? Where's being ethical in that? You, you, grace is something that's get it's just like with your children. If they, if you tell them there's only so much grace you're gonna give them, right? If if you keep telling them to do something and and they're not doing it and they're like, oh, you know, they're breaking curfew or or, or they're, they're overspending money or they're taking money or whatever they're doing. And after a while, you're going to punish them, right? You're going to start taking away from them. You're going to start like not letting them have the privileges that you want them to have. And that's the same way with God. Like you can't just keep disobeying him and not seeking him and expecting life to go the right way. It says whom God put forward as proportioned by his blood to be received by faith. This was shown to God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was shown his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just, and the justifiers are the ones who had faith in Jesus. See, guys, you got to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Put it on, right? If we don't protect ourselves with righteousness, we put, we open ourselves to, to attack from the enemy and you can easily fall into sin. You can easily fall into failure. You can easily fall into things not being right. To be righteous means to obey God commandments and live in a way that's honorable to him. I mean, like it's that simple. You don't Little kids understand what they need to do, what's right and what's wrong. I, I was laugh, i am laughing because I think of the. Um A little young man, I think he's probably like eight, no, he's probably like, Valen's probably like five or six or something like that. And they're out there swimming in the pool, and I went out there, and he was like, Auntie Kathy, you want to get wet? Like, he's about to splash some water on me. And I was like, Valen, do you want to get a whooping? And he started laughing, like, oh, okay, I bet not throw any water on her then. Right, because like... They have to understand that you've got to do things the right way. And righteousness is something that you need to focus on and ask yourself, are you living righteousness are you seeking he says seek versus kingdom and righteousness are you seeking righteousness did you remember that part about it seeking righteousness will bring you blessing and favor look at psalms one like you should study psalms one it says bless and this is from the amplified version it says bless fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example. Okay, like, let, 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 let's just say that again. It says, blessed, fortunate, prosper, and favored by God is, not, is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example. Y'all know some of the people out here, All they talk about is money. All they talk about is the fancy stuff. All they talk about is getting this, doing this, being this, showing everything, just whatever. And you're following their advice. You're buying their courses. You're walking with them. You're scrolling through them. You are following them. You got to stop all of that stuff. You got to start becoming a citizen of the kingdom. Now, I'm not saying I'm the one you need to follow. If, If God is calling you to follow us and me to help you, then great. Or maybe he's sending you to someone else who's doing a great work, so that you can follow them. I like Byron Golden. I follow him a lot, and what he does, I think he does, you know, great work. And, and, and the late um, <laughs> the name just went away from me, but I it'll it'll come back to me. Uh, you you gotta follow people who who you know are following God. He, he puts people in your life to help you. Don't follow and walk in the counsel of the wicked and get their advice. You can't do that, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of the scorers or, or the ridicule, or, or the ridicules. Like now stand in the path of sinners. So that means that you can't be self-righteous where you think you got it going on that nobody, like that you, you, you are repelling people who, who who want to give their life to God? Like you gotta think about all these things. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, his and teaching, he, um, he habitually meditates day and night. See, it's a habit. And this is like well when we're talking about our planner, it's a habit. Like you gotta you gotta wake up and instead of turning on the Facebook, open up the Bible book, right? You 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 have to you have to make it a decision that instead of turning on the TV you you you're going to turn on YouTube and watch something that, that you know a message Mosmaro that's the name that I was thinking of you're going to watch a message you're 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 going to meditate on God's word there. And I don't care who you're listening to. You, as long as you know that they are speaking what's in the word and they're teaching you the right things, that's what you want to do. And then you always check it with the Holy Spirit, what's inside of you, because you don't need nobody else to tell you what you need to do. You can have people help you and they can guide you. But if you learn to listen Listen to the Holy Spirit. Learn to listen to that inner voice in you. Remember, my sheep knows my voice. He's going to direct you. He's going to let you know what you need to do. He said, and he will be like a tree, firmly planted and fed, like not starving and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in the season. Its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, and with whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. Who's ready to come to maturity? Who's ready to prosper? Who's ready to be firmly planted in this life, like the, the like planted by the streams of water and just constantly fed and never wither? Are you tired of failing? Are you tired of things not going the way that you want them to go? See guys, the difference... The difference between winning and failing in life and business comes down to one thing. It comes down to one thing, faith, 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 God, 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 he said it's impossible to please God because any without faith is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him so earnestly are you earnestly seeking him are you like with everything in you like we used to say you have to have that burning desire if you want to win if you want to do then it has to consume you people like faith in god and seeking him and doing what you're you're called to do you're basically It has to consume you in the right way, right? Because like the word needs to consume you. Being right in God's eyes needs to consume you. It takes faith, y'all. If you want to change, if you want, it takes faith. So you can get through those things. See, faith is everything. A leader or a successful business person with faith will stop a failing business from failing. Faith is a result of a belief system that comes from convictions about God, about what he said, about you and your abilities. I was telling somebody, they were like, somebody was telling them they shouldn't go out, they shouldn't do this. uh, and, And they feel that God was calling them to do something. Because of all these things, you know, that we just went through that's going around, I'm like, listen, you either going to believe what God says or you're going to believe what that brother said. What you going to do? You're going to believe what God said you're going to believe because you can't do both. You, you have to draw a line in the sand and say, I don't care what's happening in this world. I am going to believe what God says. He says, with his stripes, I am healed and he will take care of me. I will lend and not borrow. I I will prosper. I will make things like those, like that's how you have to, that's conviction. That's believing relentlessly with everything that you have. See, leadership, leadership is born when a person discovers the truth about themselves. And the only way, you can get the truth about yourself is from the person who actually made you, from God, the the, the being, this this the, the, the superior who actually made you. Can another man or woman ever tell you about you? Only God can tell you the truth about you. See, so you got to have the, your your belief systems and your convictions, and what He said about your abilities have to be so strong in you that nothing can persuade you to think anything else but what the Word says. When they tell you that that that, that you can't start that business because you don't have the experience, you don't have the background, you you don't have the credentials, you don't have the money, you you why are you believe in them? Why do you believe in that person who's never even tried to even start a business? Why you let them stop you from what God called you to do, from that mission that he put on you, from that purpose and that idea that he planted in you? Why don't you have the faith to make that happen? You see, he said without faith, it's impossible to please him. So seek to please him. Seek his kingdom seek his righteousness have faith they believe that truth and commitment themselves to become that truth the only way that you can get what God said you were going to have is through faith and belief and convictions and understanding that only him and his word is the only one can tell you who you are if you like if i if I take this phone, and I wanted to know how it works. I better read the instructions that came along with it. If you want to know how this person works, how you work, how the man or woman in the mirror works, you better take the instructions that God left in the Bible basic instructions before leaving earth and utilize that to tell you about you and what you need to do in order to have a successful business. See, business also it's not about selling things. It's not about selling yourself to the world or being popular. Business is not about online courses or college. Business is not about followers, likes, shares, or viral videos. None of that is what business is about, but that's what the world wants you to think it's about. That's what social media wants you to think it is about. See, these things also that I'm gonna share with you in a second will not make you a successful business or leadership. So if you've been focusing on these things and these things only, this is why your business is failing. This is why you're having challenges. You think if I learn all the principles of management, I'm gonna be successful in business, right? It may help, but that ain't, that. ain't that's not why you're going to be successful. You may think learning marketing, advertising, and sales. Oh, if I learn that, if I take classes on that, if I read books on that, if I study on that, I'm going to win this time. You might win for a moment, but that is not what's going to make you successful. You may think that, oh, they got this technique. You see all these infomercials, these ads, uh, you know, we got the technique, we have a proprietary technique, we have the one thing that you must need to do to become successful with this course, with this strategy, this is the things that you need to do to become successful, if you do this one thing, I promise you, blah, 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 y'all heard that, right? Start listening, everybody's saying the same thing, because everybody following the same script learning organizational skills is that what's going to make you successful it will not make you success in leadership nor in business none of that your business at some point y'all will not work you can learn all the marketing advertising sales at some point it won't work if you read if you know and listen to the people who wrote and who had the best sellers on marketing and advertising, the sales or personal development—all of them have stories of failures. All of them have stories of things that they went through. See, at some point, your business may not work because it's building you. It's taking you through that process. It's pruning you. It's building your character. It's, it's getting you prepared for what God has for you. If you don't quit along the way, see, some of you tried to do business before and it didn't work. Some of you try are now trying business business now and is not working. Some of you are about to attempt to go into business and it won't work. I don't care what stage you're at, whether you're in that stage of you tried it and it didn't work, you're in it and it ain't working. You're thinking about getting in it. And then once you get in it, it won't work. Whatever stage you're in, just remember your business will be tested for authenticity and not work at some point. That's just the way life is. That's just the way business is. And if you can understand that, if you can know it's all just part of the journey, then it's going to help you to get through it so you can get to the promise that he has for you. Even when you experience failures, setbacks and disappointments along that success journey. I want you to understand, I need you to get this. This can stop a lot of you from giving up. From retreating, from going back to that forty forty plan, from giving up, from from dusting, you can dust that that business plan off and get it back out there. You can dust that mission off and get it back out there. See, along your success journey, you need to understand it's a normal part of the process. Failure is a normal part of it. Setbacks is a normal part of it. Remember, failure. It's not always a negative thing in the plans of God. It's something that he said you're gonna go through. God will give you an idea, right? He'll give you a dream or a vision or a passion that for you to fulfill, but then guess what? Just like he did with Abraham, he'll take it back from you. He'll take it back from you. See, Abraham's success was realized. He had a passion forever, was to have children all his life with his wife. Finally, at the age of 75, at the age of 75, see, some of you get in business for one year. You're 20, you quit. You're 30, you quit. You're 40, you quit. You're 50, you quit. You're 60, you quit. You're 70, you don't even start it because you think you're out of the game. But at age 75 is when he was finally told he would have a child. And it didn't even happen for another 25 years. How long are you willing to stay in the game, to get it done, to keep going and, and until you become who God called you to become? He did it at a hundred. And he had that child with his wife at the age of 100 when it was impossible, when God had to be the one who get the glory for it to know that you're well past his wife, well past the childbearing age. She was like 90 something-ish, right? Well past the childbearing age. He's well past being healthy enough to, you know, age. So When things like this happen or when you've been through so much that all you can do is say, hey, it wasn't me who did it. It was absolutely 100 percent God. You can give him all the glory. You can give him all the credit for making this happen. See, Abraham was so excited that he finally, finally got what he wanted, finally got what he was passionate about, finally got what he said success happened. He was on top of the world until he wasn't. Then suddenly God asked him to sacrifice him. What do you do then? When you got everything, you worked so hard and everything that you got just came to you and then all of a sudden it's gone. All of a sudden, everything just seems to crash in front of you. What do you do then? Do you call it failure? Do you say, oh man, like I knew this wasn't gonna last. I knew this wasn't gonna happen. What do you do in that moment? You just trust in God. You just keep trusting in God. He said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord, your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6, just keep trusting in God, no matter where you're at, whether you're up, you're down, you're halfway in between, you're thinking about sticking your toe in, wherever you're at, just trust in God. If your idea, okay, I need you to hear me. If your idea is from God, he will allow you to be tested to the point of losing it and then resurrecting it. You got to understand that that's okay. That's okay for you to lose. When I lost everything back in 2008, at that moment, it wasn't okay. I wasn't like who I am today. Who I'm going to be three years from now is not who I am going to be now. See, God will allow you to be tested. The question becomes, are you going to pass the test? Are you going to even be in the game? Are you even going to start that business? Are you going to keep procrastinating? Are you going to keep not figuring out a way to make something happen so that you can get in the game? See, every successful business in the world has a history of going through some stress or some test. It is absolutely normal, 100% normal, because like if you, if you don't fail at anything, how are you going to get better at anything? How are you going to grow? How are you going to get better? How are you going to know what not to do and know what to do? How are you going to get to that point of maturity? All of that failure. Remember, I am not judged by the number of times I fail, but by the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed are in direct proportion to the number of times I can fail, but keep trying. See, out of faith out of sacrifice, out of belief, our of persistence comes prosperity. Do you have what it takes to get to prosperity? I'm not talking about dream about it, think about it, you know, just, mm, you know, magna genie about it. No, we're talking about all that stuff that we just talked about. Faith, sacrifice, belief, persistency, trusting in God, believing in him, seeking after his kingdom and his righteousness. That's all the things that it takes. Kingdom business owners become successful in business because they discover their calling and their purpose. And what God has for you, no man, no woman, no anybody, no thing, no resources can ever stop you from getting that. Then they become so passionate about pleasing God that is no longer about themselves. They wake up every single day to be like, how can I please God? Am I doing what he wants me to do? Am I walking the way he wants me to walk? Am I helping the people that he wants me to help? Or, or asking for forgiveness or asking him to show you or just talking to him and being with him so that he can guide you in the holy. sitting in the sight, the Holy spirit will speak to you and let you know what you need to do. See, they created a commitment that produces a vision. When you get so committed, to, to, to your mission, to what you want to do, all of a sudden you get that vision. He'll give you that vision. And then they pursue that vision at all costs. They trust God. They know that he gave it to them. They know that no matter what, as long as they seek him and his righteousness All things, everything that they desire, everything that they want, as long as they trust in God, rely on him, do it for him and and allow him to use you to be for his purpose. This is what a kingdom business owner does. Kingdom leadership and business success is a result of the discovery of a passion that was deposited in you from your birth, or should I say before your birth, and you were born to manifest it. See, that's the secret to success in business is to remember who gives you the power to become successful. He said, it is I, God, who gives you the power to create wealth so that I may confirm my covenant with, with, with my, with, with how does it go? So that he may form the covenant that he made, right? For his, for, for the people, not for you, but his. It's about what he said. He just keep saying that to yourself and, and then say, I can do nothing by myself. I can only do what God tells me to do. Like you have to remember that and that has to become a part of you. I can do nothing by myself. I have to do what God has called me. Need to do this is what a kingdom business leader does i want you to join us next week y'all and we're going to talk about business and how to discover your kingdom destiny so that as you are going through and you're thinking about going through or you want to get started or you're in it and you you just not sure if you're heading in the right direction it, That's what we're going to talk about next week. So make sure that you join us next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, as we go through this. I hope you got tremendous value out of tonight. I don't want you to stop here. I want you to book a strategy call because anything that you had questions on, any feelings that you had of where you're at and where you want to be, and you know you're not there, you can go to Calendly.com. Call Kathy Callenly D Calendly D.com, Call Kathy. We're going to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Download. One of our brochures and it will tell you about that. I also want to let you know that we do have a kingdom management enterprise system that all of this stuff that we talk to you about, we can help you. We help you develop your kingdom culture for your business. Now, your business does not have to be a biblical Uh, business but your leadership is based on biblical principles it does not have to be about the bible you can sell shoes it doesn't matter what it is you can sell courses online trainings, but it has to be what your mission is that's what we want to do. We want to help the go-to-kingdom. We're going to teach you the kingdom culture, the CEO management, the leadership, your mission, vision, values, your strategic plans, your ownership structure. We're also going to teach you about financial development and and your size, your strategic position of your reporting, uh, your capital structure, your legal arrangements, your biblical principles. All of that will be built into the financial development. We're going to teach you about building a team, your management team, your team attraction, retention, your industry uh, two belts and your contract, your affiliate agreements, things that you need to have in place in order to, for that team to build the dream. You cannot do this by yourself. You need a team. We're going to also walk you through the business process, the client, the patient, the customer, and the attraction, how to get people the right way, a management information system, practice in that success loop, the growth and the capacity management. We've developed an exclusive management enterprise sp- system specifically for the citizens of the kingdom. That's our goal. We want to help a thousand Kingdom entrepreneurs over the next three years, create a six and seven figure business so we can then take that money and feed it back into the kingdom and grow the God's kingdom. Now, if you're that person who knows that your mission and your calling is is to have a consultant business or to have an online course or, or you got a product or something that you want to get out online then then you are one of our academies is best for you if you're that person who um, have the resources but you don't have the time because you're running other business then our done for you program is for you but you can learn more about all of that at Business academy.com and if you want to get on a call with me which I highly suggest. Don't wait till next week. Go to Calendly.com, call Kathy or you can call us up during business hours at 1833 bible biz one bible biz and we can have a conversation, a book, a call with you so we can start helping you get things going. Man, if you made it to this point, I'm so proud of you. It takes courage for you to step out on faith. If you started your business and you're in the game, I'm proud of you. That takes courage. And we want to help you on that path that you, you decided to go on. And I just want you to know if you roll with us, we're 100% here to support you. You can count on it. Remember y'all when I told you, if you wait around and we're going to share with you how you can get a gift sent to you. We got a gift that's awaiting you. We're going to send you some training, um, some fun stuff as well, and and so that you can learn more. When you join one of our academies, we not only want you to learn about it online, we want you to have it in place. And then we're going to show you how to do the same thing for your clients. So when they open it up, they're going to be like, wow, man, I can't believe all of this. So now... It's come to the time where we got questions answered. I want to know what your questions are. If you haven't typed them in, you can go ahead and type them in. I'm going to be heading over there. And if you're catching this during the replay, make sure you still go ahead and type those questions in because I will get them and we'll make sure that you answer them. But if you're ready to discover how to build that six and seven figure business for the kingdom and you want to use your skills, your gifts, your talents, your expertise, of your experience and use that for your mission. And, and, and we can help you use the resources that God has here for you, that he gave us dominion over to help you grow the kingdom and, and your business. For more information, y'all, you can call or text 1833 Bible Biz or email us at info at mcreynoldscom And before I head over there, I just want to remind you again, that we have our kingdom management enterprise system where we teach you the kingdom culture all about management leadership missions values strategic plans and ownership structure we have that financial development where we go over the size your um, st- your strategic position that you want to have in your marketplace or reporting your capital structure your legal agreements and biblical principles. That's what separates us. We're going to talk to you about your team, your management team, your, your attraction team, your retention team, your industry tool belts that you need and your contracts and your agreements and all of that stuff that you need to run a successful business. We're going to help you put those in place as well as that business process. Remember, Jesus said, who you would say you want to build a tower and you don't have a plan in place, you didn't count the cost not only the financial cost, but also, and I'm paraphrasing this, but also the, the labor cost, the money cost, the time cost, all of that. We're going to help you put a plan in place for that in the management information system, your practice success loop, and the growth capacity of management. We have developed this exclusive management system to specifically help the kingdom citizens of God so that they can do what he called them to do. You can get in our memberships, you can get in our academies. If you know that you want to start that course, you want to start that online business or that membership program, perhaps You survived a marriage and you want to teach people how to do it. Perhaps you know how to cook well and you want to teach people how, perhaps you're podcasting and now you want to teach others how to do that That's what all of this is about for the memberships and academies. You can get inside of them. Memberships will help you develop yourself. The stuff that we talk about here today, these are a lot of things because if you don't get that mind right, you can't get that money right. And those are things we help you with. And if you have the resources and you just want it all done for you and then we show you how to move through it. And we have the done for you program so everything and anything that you need we have it here for you you can go to one eight three three bible biz and just remember y'all with God all things are possible but book that appointment at Calendly.com call Kathy or call one eight three three bible biz and let's talk I promise you at the end of that session you're going to leave with some value information whether we Do something together or not, we're going to bring some value to you. So let me go ahead and hop over here and see what we got going on. Oops. And hold on. So make sure that as I'm coming over, if you got questions, you want to go ahead and put those in the chat area. And we will. Hold on. I'm trying to get. I know this thing has been acting kind of. Hold on. I'm still trying to get over here. So let me know what you got out of today. If you're still on here and you're watching, let me know what, what was your biggest aha moment? What was your biggest takeaway from tonight? What was that thing that you're like, man, That 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 made a lot of sense? Let me know in the comments what that was for you all right let's get over here to the chat section and see if we got any any questions i don't see any questions we got um diane diane gave us a thumbs up and i love this little avatar i'm going to go ahead and share that if we can there let's see well maybe we can't because this i don't know it's not letting me okay all right y'all i don't see any questions i see we still have some people on here But if you don't have any questions, we're going to say, see you next time and join us next week. Don't forget to book that call, calendarly.com. Call Kathy or go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, make that happen. So let me put that back up for you to be able to see that. You can download our free report on how to grow a business with biblical principles at BibleBusinessAcademy.com. To get a copy of our planner, go over to org, and you can order that there. Or you can get both of those on Amazon as well as our book, Bible Business Secret. You can go to Bible Business Academy.com. A forward slash book to get the digital copy, or go over to Amazon to get the hard copy sent out to you. And we have, and you have access to our memberships or academy. And again, you can learn all of that at BibleBusinessAcademy.com. I appreciate you guys. Have a great week. And we'll see you here next Thursday. Be sure to subscribe and share so you don't miss out on anything. And if we happen to have an impromptu live where we're teaching you some other stuff, you'll be the first to get awareness and notification of it. All right, y'all. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.